Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. What's up, everybody? All right, how to take advantage of influencers. All right, so I'm I'm getting clickbaity with the titles here, okay? The so when you see that, when you say see how to take advantage of an influencer or influencers, you're probably thinking it thinking of it more in like a negative way, right? Because we use the word to take advantage of often in a negative sense, right? Like someone is being taken advantage of, they're being exploited, right? And um you know, if you look at the dictionary definition of to take advantage of the phrase itself, it can have both a positive and a negative connotation, right? Uh, to take advantage of can mean literally like to exploit um, someone kind of against their knowledge or their will or just in, in a negative way, right? Or it can just mean to see an opportunity and, you know, get the, bo- get, get the most out of an opportunity, right? Not in any sort of a bad way at all and not doing something... Um, you know, in kind of a sneaky way towards another person. And that's not the exact dictionary definition, obviously, but that's kind of, you know, there's kind of the two different definitions of to take advantage of. And so when I, when I made this title, I admit I even, well, I did it influencer style. You know, I did it in a way that would hopefully try to grab a little bit more attention. But what I mean by this is not how to take advantage of influencers in the sense of like, oh, get an influencer to work for you or to do this for you or to, you know, take advantage of in the sense of exploit them. No, what I mean is take advantage of the opportunity that influencers present, okay? And what I mean by the opportunity that influencers present is that influencers in the modern world, if we can call them that, there are many different types of influencers, but we can learn a ton from influencers. And I would argue that they're on average, better to follow than your typical mainstream news and mainstream media and sources like that. This is the beauty of the modern world with the internet, with so many people being able to have a voice. Um, We get to pick and choose a lot more what content we want to listen to. And of course, this is a big reason that I started, you know, making a podcast and putting out a lot of content because I was inspired by these influencers. I want to share what I've learned and what I know was what has been beneficial to me in my life. Um, And because really, like, I would say probably maybe five years ago, I started making a lot of improvements in my life, just kind of my mentality, my outlook on life, you know, the way I feel every day, kind of starting, well, well, it's it's a combination of everything. It's physical, mental, emotional, and then, you know, some might say spiritual as well, but how to make improvements in your life little by little, day by day. I think I really got started on that path maybe five years ago, about 2018, because up until that point, I was living a life where I didn't really have much emotional intelligence just in terms of, uh, you know, who actually, what actually led me to do the things that I did an understanding of my own feelings deep down, why I behaved the way I did, why I was the type of person that I was. I was a person who had achieved some things who had definitely developed some skill sets, but really was not just, I was not a very fulfilled person. I did not feel that good about myself inside. I had a lot of insecurities. And then I finally started putting in the work to, uh, to turn this around, to understand my insecurities and just how to improve my life on a day-to-day basis, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I use the word spiritually kind of loosely. But but anyway, and I was influenced to do this by 
influencers at the time. This was kind of when I discovered it was around 2018 when I discovered a lot of these influencers. And it's been it's been a journey since then. You know, it's been a journey. Um, I definitely went through, you know, kind of a hard time in early 2021 as well, um, which, you know, some of the influencers I followed, I would say, helped me get through that time. To make a long story short, influencers, other people who are popular on social media, on podcasts, things like that, have made a big impact on my life. And I kind of like to give back. This is a big part of the reason that I started doing a podcast because I want to give back. I want to do the same for other people, hopefully, that these people have done for me. Obviously, it's on a smaller scale at this point because I'm not as popular as these influence who influencers who I started following uh, were and are, but you get the point, right? And I'm just, I'm extremely grateful for influencers. Uh, I'm extremely, extremely grateful for them because I think we live in this world where if you are, I mean, I'll just call it a regular person who follows kind of like mainstream television and news, what does that probably lead you to? That probably leads you to being not super healthy physically, not super happy, you know, depressed and anxious and just not really thriving in life in any way and maybe making, you know, enough salary to live on, but not really thriving in any way in life. Okay. Um, and it'll also lead you to believe that, you know, the rest of the world is scary and you should kind of stay in your home or your home city, you know, not travel to other places, not do other things just because, well, the world is, is big and scary. And, you know, the, if you go over here, they're going to kidnap you. And if you do this, it's just, it, and it's, it's mostly a load of crap. It's not, it's not accurate. Um, you know, the mainstream media and uh, just what we hear about in, I guess I would call it, well, yeah, mainstream media and television does not, it's not an accurate, accurate representation of what the world actually is. And so I'm really grateful for my own experiences and these influencers for kind of getting me out of that cycle that I think a lot of people still live in. And I mean, just to like cite some examples of some of the people who, um, you know, who I started following, I think a big thing was when I started following impact theory in 2018 with, uh, Tom Bilyeu is the name of the host. Now, interestingly enough, I actually kind of hold a grudge against him nowadays because I tried to work for his company, um, a few, a couple of years after that, I applied for a job with his company. I did one interview, but then they never got back to me. They ghosted me. So I hold a grudge against him. He's a friend of me of mine now. He doesn't know this. He doesn't know who I am. You know, one of his assistants knows who I am. Uh, but anyway, or maybe not even anymore since the interview was a long time ago. But uh, so I still hold a mini grudge against him. But uh, he's, he's, you know, a great guy. He has a great podcast and everything. And it was that that kind of started getting me, you know, and I listened to his content and the guests that he would bring on. They would talk about things related to both physical health and then also just uh, kind of the mental and emotional side of things. That's what really got me into like the um, just kind of holistically understanding what is it that makes me, you know, feel good as a person? What is going to improve my life day by day? Because I've talked about this a lot before. We live in this world where they're teaching us from a young age how to have these these goals that we're supposed to reach by a certain age. You know, you're supposed to graduate this school at this time, have this job by this time or whatever, you know, achieve this thing by this time. It's all these, it's all a series of these one, two, three, four, five year, 10 year plans, stuff like that. But what we don't get taught a lot in school, in my opinion, is how to improve our lives on a day-to-day basis, how to make today a little bit better than yesterday, how to make tomorrow a little bit better than today. How do we raise our energies up? How do we feel better physically, emotionally, you know, spiritually, everything little by little. That's what they don't teach us. In my opinion, they teach us about achievements and steps that we're supposed to get to, but they don't teach us how to feel better moment by moment throughout every day of our life. At least that's my opinion and that's my experience. And so 
when I started following Tom Bilyeu and Impact Theory, it kind of awakened me to this new world of how can I make my life better on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so, and and then I think after that, what happened? I've talked talked a lot about this next influencer before as well. Is I started following Wes Watson in 2020, and this was kind of more of the the um, hardcore discipline, no excuses, stop making excuses, stop feeling sorry for yourself type of thing. Because Wes, I love old Wes and I have a, you know, a, a, a well, basically a one-on-one relationship with him now, not very super personal, but, um, you know, I, I joined one of his programs uh, about a year ago, finally. And, um, but I started following him. So he, who Wes is, is he's an ex-convict. He was in prison for 10 years, I think, because of like drug uh, charges. I don't even remember the whole story of why exactly he got into prison. But it was drugs, you know, standard stuff, living in California. Um, and, you know, I think like a violent crime related to drugs. I can't remember exactly why. I don't even remember exactly why. Um, it certainly wasn't like the worst offense you could commit. But, you know, he went to prison for 10 years um, and came out of it. And now is a, let's call him a fitness and mindset influencer. Okay. Um, and the interesting thing about him is, is I actually, I mean, and I'll say this on the podcast, I strongly disagree with certain aspects of his approach to nutrition and fitness. I strongly disagree with him. However, I love him and I love his mindset coaching. I, I mean, I, well, I just, I love him because even people that I disagree with nowadays, like if I see someone who's thriving, who's being as good as they can for other people, um, you know, and, and, and I think he definitely does a lot more good than, than harm. And this is a key concept that I want you guys to understand when it comes to influencers, how to take advantage of influencers, how to use what influencers give you to your advantage, because you're not going to agree with all of them. You're not going to agree with everything that they say. See, this is, I think, an issue that we have in the modern world is since, um, well, there's a lot of psychological reasons why, but like when we see someone that we admire, right, whether we want to look at as a mentor or have VR influencer or whatever, oftentimes we, we think, oh, I should be exactly like that person, right? You know, I, I see what this person's doing to succeed or achieve success in this area, and I should do exactly what they do. Well, I, I would argue, especially now, that that's not exactly the case. I think it's very important for all of us, since everything in life, in my opinion, is nuanced, typically, it's very important for us to say, okay, I see what this person is doing in this area, and I like it, but I'm not necessarily going to follow everything that this person does or says, because I don't agree with you know what they're doing in this 10% or 20% of their life. Does that make sense? Um, and so, anyway, just an important principle to keep in mind. And, you know, just so going back to my journey, you know, it, it was it was the Wes Watson, you know, the hardcore discipline, no excuses mindset really helped me a lot. And then I would say in 2021, I started being influenced by a show called Mind Pump. I've talked about them before on this podcast. They're the quote unquote, the most downloaded health, uh, fitness, health and entertainment podcast in history. Uh, but it's three guys who are former personal trainers who just they have a really good show. It's just it's really, really good. Um, you know, fitness and, and nutrition advice, and they're just very entertaining as well. And what this kind of did was started helping me understand not only not only how to be a better personal trainer, but just get on a better path of, of understanding, like what the appropriate amount of exercise for example is for most of us like how to do how to balance life and fitness how to do things in moderation how to be extremely healthy and fit but also just have a good relationship with exercise and fitness and have a good relationship with the other people around you because exercise 
and nutrition, like anything else, can be overdone and can be kind of addictive and can actually have harmful effects on your life if you do it in an addictive way. Uh, but anyway, I'm extremely grateful for all of these influencers, and I'm, you know, I'll unapologetically will say that most of the influencers that I follow are males. They are men, and I feel like this is probably going to be the case just naturally. If you're a woman, that most of the influencers you follow are going to be women, and if you're a man, most of the influencers you follow are going to be men. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of about that. Um, but like my message to to everyone listening is to continue finding influencers that um, that build you up in certain ways, and then take whatever aspects of the way they live and the things that they teach and apply what you think is best for you uh, to your life, because ultimately. We are all programmed day by day, little by little. We're programmed to behave in certain ways, to think in certain ways. And this is why I go back to what I said at the beginning about how, you know, if you are, if you allow yourself just to be programmed, so to speak, by the mainstream media and mainstream television, I don't think you're going to get very far in life. You're probably going to be moderately unhealthy, moderately sad and depressed, um, not super capable, um, you know, maybe have a decent salary and just kind of get by. That's kind of what. Uh, mainstream programming will get you. Um, whereas if you allow yourself to be influencer, you know, to be influenced by these influencers, to pick the right ones, to apply what they say, you can crush it in a lot of different areas. Okay, like I said, over the last five years now, I've finally learned to thrive in some areas that I was struggling in before, particularly related to health and fitness. I've talked about gastrointestinal issues that I used to have; those are now solved. And I know some of this stuff might sound like. Geez, you're talking about like gastrointestinal issues, like it's some like big deal for the world. Any of you out there that have lived and had a, you know real like gastrointestinal digestive issues, you know that like if you don't get that solved, any 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 physical issue, any physical issue that plagues you on a daily basis that you haven't solved yet, it's ruining your life. It is ruining your life. It's ruining the way you feel about yourself every day. And you got to get that solved before you can solve any of the other <laughs> any bigger world problems. Okay, we all have to clean our room, so to speak, air quotes here, clean your room before you start worrying about cleaning up all of the rest of the world and solving all these other problems, okay? And this this is physical problems and it's uh, mental and emotional problems that we have, okay? Um, and so anyway, kind of just, just back to influencers. See, what you're going to see is the most popular influencers and the ones that you're going to run into for better or for worse, often fall into somewhat of an extreme category, okay? Because extreme is what gets more views and more likes and becomes more popular a lot of times, especially on social media. Now, most of these influencers are smart. They're using the same tactics that mainstream media uses, like the if it bleeds, it leads tactic, okay? If it bleeds, it leads. It, and it's not necessarily things that are related to blood or death or, you know, uh, life or death experiences but in general if things are more extreme and chaotic or crazy or whatever just more extreme one way or the other that's how they get attention okay now um we can debate all day about what the proper way to use human psychology to get people's attention is uh, but the point is is when you when you follow influencers you're going to be following a lot of what I would just call extremism. And I'm not just talking about religious extremism. I'm talking about extremism as it relates to diet, extremism as it relates to how to deal with your personal relationships. You know, I've talked about, well, you know, I mentioned, you know, my, my I'll call him a mentor of mine, Wes Watson, who's very extreme in his views and is also a highly positive force on the world, in my opinion. Um, I've mentioned the liver king on this show before. Okay, the liver king. Now, it came out that he was using steroids, which, um, you know, we could also debate whether or not, well, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't recommend anybody uses steroids, but we can all we can debate, you know, how positive or negative his influence has been. But the point is, is he's very extreme in his message as well. Uh, now, the thing about an extreme message like that is, if you take a look at like someone like the Liver King, for example, I would argue as a holistic health and fitness expert that I am. I would argue that even though people should not be in general as extreme as he is with some of his stuff, no, you don't have to eat, you know, organ meats all day every day. You don't have to. You definitely probably shouldn't eat a lot of like like raw, he'll eat like raw liver and stuff like that. Uh, you probably you probably shouldn't do that, in my opinion. I haven't actually tried raw liver. I do eat, um, you know, it, cooked liver um, <clears throat> on a you know fairly regular basis. But the thing with Liver King is if you look at all of the things he's teaching, I would say 90% of it is extremely good advice for most people on how to improve their health and fitness and just overall quality of life. Same thing I've talked about. This is where we get into the really controversial stuff is the Tate brothers, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate. I've talked about them on this podcast. The mainstream media has made them look like the worst people in the history of the world. If you listen, I've listened to over 20 hours of them speaking on podcasts and in their private content. And I would say that, yeah, I disagree with maybe 10% of the things I say they say uh, very little of it especially from the past you know it could be considered borderline misogyny but at the end of the day 80 to 90 percent of their content i think is extremely useful and helpful for young people particularly for young men um, and this is where you as this is where you as a regular person let's call it you know is you're watching all this stuff online you're seeing these extremely popular people and this is where you need to be very uh, it's taken me a while to learn this too, by the way, but is, is where you need to be very selective with what you take as gospel, okay? Because all this stuff that we follow, it's almost kind of like a religion, okay? Like if you follow everything that the religious book says to the letter, well, that may not always be the best idea, okay? So, you know, same thing with some of these influencers. If you follow everything they say exactly to the letter, that may not be the best idea, okay? And some of it, some of it even comes, I, I know that a lot of what they say, like, comes off as good intentioned, uh, but it's, that's not always the case. Like, like, how do I put this? Is like, the advice of the top 1% influencers does not necessarily apply to the masses. Let me give you an example of this, just based on, in my personal opinion, okay? Like, if you take something that the Tate brothers and then, like, their colleague Justin Waller, who's also an excellent influencer, says, is that, see, I've debated this topic with a buddy uh, who follows their content as well. You know, they will tell you, for young men, they'll say, you know, you should never chase women. You should, uh, you know, you should never spend your time actively like chasing or pursuing women what you should do is try to become the best man possible and that way women are just going to come to you women are essentially going to chase you if you get to the point where you're successful enough in life you have a good enough physique you've put in the work in the gym you have enough money things like that you have a good job you have a good status in life and you're just a, a kind gentleman overall that women are going to come to you women are going to be, be essentially chasing you you won't even have to chase women now I think that that piece of advice from them comes from a good place because it's 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 what's worked for them and overall the principle is fine I think that it is a good it is a good principle that we should probably learn as men to not necessarily chase women so much and work on ourselves more in particular before we go quote unquote chasing women however I don't think that their advice is going to work for everyone why do I say that because keep in mind these are men that these are in the, the top 1% of the top 1% in terms of the following they have, in terms of the money that they have, in terms of looks, in terms of num you know numerous factors, okay? Uh, and they've reached an, a super upper echelon in life. Now, most men 
uh, and you know, the, some of these same things can be applied to women as well, by the way. But but most men, like if a man tries to be literally absolutely the best version of himself in all areas. I think that'll be great for him, and that will greatly improve his chances of being successful with women. But that will not put him in that top category, you know. Like it's it's same thing. Like if you have a great athlete, like if every if every basketball player in the history, uh, you know, if every kid who ever played basketball worked as hard as LeBron James does, are they going to be as good as LeBron James? No, they're not. They're going to get pretty good, but they're not going to be at that level because they don't have the genetics and the natural gifts that he has. I'm sure he worked extremely hard. He worked probably as hard or harder than everybody else. But there are other people that have probably worked extremely hard as well that never got close to that level because they didn't have the natural gifts and the genetics in that area. Okay, same thing. If you look in the area of you know just men in society, like how to be as successful as possible and as high status as possible to try to you know attract as many women as possible, there's lots of guys out there that can become the best version of themselves possible thinking that they're never going to have to chase women but i can guarantee you that for a lot of us women are not just going to be knocking down our door no matter how good of a version of ourselves we become you know as a man i think that we're still going to have to 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 go out and put ourselves out there and try you know you could use the word chase however you want but we're still going to have to put in the work we're going to have to approach women where you know they're not going to just come to us they don't fall out of trees okay and see i think this is an example of something where yeah it's good to kind of go along with the principles of what these top influencers are saying but it's not necessarily like their exact advice is going to work for you this is a very important thing that i think we all need to keep in mind when we're listening to to anyone we need to sit there and say oh okay, what do I agree with with this advice? What do I not agree with? What is going to be useful for me? And what is maybe actually not going to be useful for me? This is extremely, extremely important. Extremely important. We live in a world where we have to really, really get more... Oh, gosh, we need to be more nuanced in the way we think. We need to not just take everything as gospel, okay, whether it's from the mainstream news or whether it's from some influencer. It's critical thinking is what it is, really. Think critically and determine whether or not this is going to um, work well for you, okay, because critical thinking and disagreeability is one of the, some of the best skills that you can develop, in my opinion. Disagreeability just being, uh, you know, um, yeah, essentially being open to say, all right, I respect your opinion. I disagree with it because of this, uh, you know, because I've critically thought through things and I disagree, which that's fine. You know, that's great. And this is how this is how we ultimately improve society. We debate in a healthy way. We critically think we come together and we find out what works best for us and then for our people and for others as a society. And it's extremely important in this world where there is a lot of a lot of clickbait, a lot of influencers who are becoming very popular and are pushing some very extreme things upon us sometimes. A lot of which is useful but can be kind of over the top and may not work for everybody. Now it's your time to critically think and decide what, what of that is useful to you, okay? Um, but once again, I mean, I think that, um, you know, this is, this is the beauty, well, this is part of the beauty of the internet is just we're in this world right now where I would say that mainstream media and television is just, it's... It's, it's, it's fading away. You know, it's dying out in front of our eyes. And they know it, and they're trying to keep their grips on it because there's a lot of people like me and probably many of you listening who have realized that, honestly, the best, most inspiring, most useful, most life-improving information is not coming from mainstream media, news, and television. It's coming from people who make podcasts, influencers who make other content. And, yeah, we can go back and forth and debate the pros and cons of social media, especially the types that take away your attention, like Instagram and TikTok. Um, but... 
you know, and this is why I love podcasts because podcasts are long form. You can listen to it almost anywhere when you're doing whatever. Um, and it's not just a 15 second clip. You get the full story, right? Um, which that's another thing that I would also advise as well is, um, any influencer that you're interested in, I want you to get, I want you to get the full story, whether at the beginning you think of them as a good or bad person. I want you to listen to them for like an hour at least. I want you to listen to them. And, and if it's a good influencer, they should have a, like some form of content that is like an hour, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, cause like the 15 and 30 second clips, you know, cool and wonderful, but like someone who is a true influencer in the world should have, have a perspective that they want to share and have thought things out and really be able to, to take you through things and speak through the philosophy that they have on life and the way that they live their life and why. Um, so listen to long form content in general. Um, and the, I mean, the cool thing about the internet is anyone is, well, Okay. Yeah, obviously there is censorship. There are, there are issues with that. Uh, but in general, the internet is unbiased. The internet uh, will allow, well, this is tricky. How do I want to phrase this? Because yes, there's a lot of censorship still on the main platforms. Um, but influencers become popular because the internet is unbiased because they are giving people what people want in mass. Okay. When I say it's unbiased, I just mean that the reason that the reason that someone gets a lot of views and a lot of likes, yes, it has to do with the algorithm, but it's because in general, their content is being well received by people and it's catching people's eyes. So the internet is unbiased. It's, it's fair in that sense. I would say it's still kind of unfair when certain platforms will totally shut people down or people will get shadow banned or, you know, whatever exactly. Um, but, um, gosh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I think that's kind of all I wanted to go through in this. I just really want you guys to, I, I really encourage you guys to seek out other influencers. Um, I really, I, I really encourage you then to critically think. I think that following a lot of influencers is good for you overall. I want you to critically think and decide whether or not, you know, whatever piece of particular content they're sharing is or is not good for you. Um, because yes, groupthink is very real extremism, you know, especially if you're, um, in a vulnerable position in life can be negative and it can be real. You know, this is how cults work, things like that. Uh, and you know, believe me, when I say how to take advantage of influencers, influencers are taking advantage of you, whether you know it or not. Influencers are taking advantage of your psychology, of your vulnerabilities. Okay. They understand your pain points. And I don't mean just you as an individual. I mean, people in general, people in mass. Okay. Um, they are taking advantage of of everything, you know, of the algorithm, of the clickbait, of the psychological vulnerabilities in people, of how to get attention. They're taking advantage of you, so you might as well take advantage of them, but not in a bad way, okay? Use what is useful, okay? Use it as an opportunity. It's an incredible opportunity that we have in the modern world to learn from these people uh, who can teach us in a lot of different areas. Um, and this is how we get out of the matrix. <laughs> now I'm starting to sound like Andrew Tate, but um, yeah. Um, I would argue that, uh, these influencers, you know, yeah, sure. You can, we can debate all day. We can say, oh, well, you know, these influencers that all they do is show their half naked pics on Instagram, they're bad influence. If that's all they're doing, then yeah, I would say they're probably a bad influence, but if they have a platform where they speak and where they teach you things, uh, in any way, shape or form, because you know, we know, we know that what they have to do a lot of times is find a way to get attention. Some people use nudity or near nudity to, to draw you in. Some people use fancy cars to draw you in some you know, beautiful pictures, whatever, uh, you know, to draw you in, they have to draw you in somehow. And then after they draw you in, then they hit you with the content that is more useful. But yeah, we could, you know, 
there probably should be less almost nudity on Instagram. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. But anyway, that, folks, is how I recommend you take advantage of, in a good way, use the opportunity of, not exploit, influencers. All right. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.